Welcome to Buko Radio. I am your ubiquitous host, Big Dame, aka Buko the Great. Thank you all for joining me for another episode. So, here we are in the month of August. We are five months in to this coronavirus pandemic. Now, if you go back and listen to the very first episode of this podcast, which you should if you haven't already, I spoke a little bit about coronavirus or COVID-19 and how it's pretty much affecting life going forward. Even though some stores have opened up a little bit, Even though now you can find toilet paper and hand sanitizer and masks and all sorts of other PPE around the stores now. It seems like not much has changed. In fact, if these scientists are to be believed, it's going to get even worse with a second wave coming in the fall. Now, one of the main reasons for making up this particular podcast as relates to COVID-19 is the simple fact that even though you have an ongoing debate of people who believe that coronavirus is a hoax, that all of this is planned, which, hey, considering a lot of the stuff that's been happening as well as various sources it could very well be the case there are people that believe that it's all just a hoax and then there are people who believe that all of this is real regardless of the origins Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, this is all the way real. But it seems like whenever we talk about this very topic, this very subject, we always have this this attitude of believing that this sort of thing is not going to happen to me. And of course, you're going to have people out here not wearing masks not doing social distancing not being considerate of other people then they end up finding out the hard way what happens when you don't do any of that recently conservative and full on Trump supporter Herman Cain passed away he was last seen in public at that ridiculous rally that took place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Even though he knew what he was getting himself into being a part of that rally. Oh, and by the way, he nor his family was not wearing a mask. And he was already in failing health. 
He already knew what we were getting into going to that rally. But hey, he was cooling it up all the way to the end. I bring him up to pretty much say that, you know, you can't be feeling like you're invisible. Because it could very well happen to you. Even though a lot of people feel that the numbers are greatly exaggerated, it still doesn't change the fact that a lot of people have been affected, infected, and has essentially died off of this. But again, it never really comes true for you until it, until it ends up happening to you or anybody that you're close to. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to let you guys know what's been happening with me recently. Now, in my previous podcast, talking about the Nick Cannon situation, I mentioned at the beginning that I was going through a little bit of bronchitis where I was just essentially coughing and you know I've been taking care of that and everything has been going good but it goes a little bit deeper than that see about three weeks ago I ended up getting sick I pretty much had a fever. The fever went as high as at least 101 or something to that effect. And, you know, I was feeling pretty bad. And it it took about three days to fully get over. I was thinking, okay, it was just one of those rare things because I, I rarely get sick. I do what I can to try to keep myself in good health but you know it was just one of those things where I felt like perhaps it was a changing of the seasons or whatever the case I did not want to jump to conclusions that it had anything to do with COVID and so a few days went by then I get a call from the job letting me know that I recently came into contact with somebody that actually had COVID and failed to tell somebody until the very last minute. Well, that would explain why I was sick and not how I all of a sudden now been coughing all over the place. So, needless to say, I had to start quarantining. A couple days later, I ended up getting tested. Now, a lot of people, you know, apparently want put off testing because of, you know, this whole little apparatus that they put up your nasal cavity. You know, they feel like, oh, you're just going right into my, trying to go into my brain, to my, all this stuff. It's like, Look, I'm here to tell you guys that I've experienced it and it's essentially no different than getting a shot in the arm. 
it wasn't that bad. I mean, had a nosebleed for a few minutes. But it wasn't that bad. And so, I had to wait a week and some change in order to get results. All the while I was still quarantined, didn't really go nowhere outside of the grocery stores. You know, made sure I had my mask on and, and my gloves and everything. I just received the results a few days ago. And it does show that I tested positive. Now, I'm sharing this information with you guys not because I'm looking for any sort of pity. I'm not sharing this information to say, oh, woe is me. I'm not sharing this information to, you know, pretty much just look for any sort of charity case. But I'm hoping that this will let you guys know that this stuff is real out here, man. And it could very well happen to you. In fact, I will go so far as to say that perhaps it may have happened to you. You just didn't know it. And you was pretty much in the same position that I was where you didn't want to jump to conclusions that it was COVID. You know, because we can go down this whole deep rabbit hole about how, you know, whenever you go to the hospital, it can end up being for something else. But then all of a sudden they say, oh, you got COVID. And it ended up being not. And it pretty much adds to the count, so to speak. Like I said, it does seem like the account for COVID is greatly exaggerated, but it does not discount the fact that a lot of people have been affected by it and a lot of people have died from it. I'm definitely not discounting that at all. It just goes to show you, man, that, you know, the shit is real. It's not a game. And you definitely have to be careful. While you're out here in these streets and... You know, just just do what you can in order to keep yourself safe. I'm pretty much reiterating a lot of the stuff that I said in the first podcast, but it, it, you know, you just got to be careful, guys. That's just it. All I can say as far as my situation goes, I just thank goodness. I thank the most high above that things didn't get any worse. Um, you know, I've, I've been really, really cautious, you know, as far as what I've been eating. I know pretty much I've, since quarantining, I've pretty much kind of fell by the wayside as far as my weight loss journey is concerned, but I'm going to get back to it. By the way, shout out to my man, Arthur Shivers Third, and all the good folks up at G3 Fitness. And the thing about being in quarantine is you all of a sudden find yourself with not a lot to do. You know, it can definitely take a toll on you mentally. 
because all of a sudden you're stuck in the house. You, you know, you can only clean the house so much. You can only watch so many television shows and movies. The main thing is you got to keep yourself productive and you got to be able to keep your mind on something to where, you know, it ain't all doom and gloom. You know, you can still be productive and still take care of your business and do what you got to do. And another thing, too, even though it's good to be able to get that information, don't always follow the news. Because the news be dramatizing and sensationalizing stuff to keep you afraid. To keep you afraid of living life outside of your home. Because yes, even though this stuff is real, even though this stuff is taking a lot of people out, you still should not have to be scared of living your life. You know, you just got to move around a bit more cautiously while doing so. Now I want to talk about the fact that a lot of sports has, you know, opened back up. A lot of sports are now going on, obviously with no fans. Of course, pro wrestling was the first to do this sort of experiment mixed results but you know they pretty much laid down the blueprint for all other sports organizations in order to follow suit on how they want to go about broadcasting their games and all their stuff you know a couple months ago NASCAR you know started back up even though they had a few fans in attendance you know they was trying to do the social distancing thing in golf which is obviously a lot easier because there's not a lot of people around anyway you know basketball just started back up hockey just started back up baseball started back up even though now it seems like it could very well be in danger of shutting back down again because A lot of players have tested positive for COVID, especially down in Florida. Some other place I can't remember. And of course, here in St. Louis, I believe about seven players from the Cardinals have tested positive, including Yadier Molina. So, yeah, man, it's real serious out here. I'm sure a lot of people are glad to have sports back, but at what cost? You know, you can't enjoy sports the way you want to enjoy them. You know, you need the crowd there. And without the crowd, it just just wouldn't seem like something that you would want to watch on a regular basis. This is why I don't watch as much wrestling as I usually do. Because even though now both WWE and AEW got the whole thing where they have a lot of the roster members pretty much acting as the audience you know AEW did it originally and then WWE followed suit even though they have that it still just doesn't feel the same it doesn't and they pretty much have to rely on the cinematic matches in order to make things 
a lot more entertaining. But it just mm, still just doesn't feel the same. Not without a crowd. Not without fans cheering everything on, man. That's what makes sports what they are. But it is what it is. They they gotta try to make them some money. Because, you know, COVID has pretty much shut a lot of shit down. A lot of different businesses have shut down because of COVID. A lot of people, a lot of businesses are struggling because of COVID. But the silver lining is that this is the greatest opportunity for you to start up your own business online, preferably. And just go ahead and do what you got to do to try to make you some money. Whereas chaos, there's opportunity. And trust and believe, ladies and gentlemen, there are opportunities out there for you to make your money. A lot of people are working from home because of this whole deal. So, you know, there's always going to be ways in order to make some sort of income for yourself. So I will highly encourage you use those methods in order to try to make some money you know the traditional job just struggling right now I'm seeing a lot of uh, now hiring signs you know a lot more businesses are needing people for work man but it's just kind of hard to do when you're in the middle of a pandemic and a lot of this stuff has also gotten politicized Let's not forget, folks, we are in the middle of an election year. You know, of course, I I said earlier how a lot of people don't believe in wearing masks. You know, all because they want to follow whatever dear leader, that being the president. They always want to follow what he says and does. You know, initially... He wasn't all about wearing masks. Now, all of a sudden, in order to save face, because he knows he's losing favor with a lot of his constituents, now he want to backpedal a little bit and wear the mask. You know, the few times you see them on the news. <laughs> Furthermore, you want to continue saying you got it under control. You got it under control. No, the fuck you don't. Nobody has this shit under control. America does not have it under control. Yeah, again, the numbers might be a little embellished, but they're still high. That's under control, right? The number of people that caught it, the number of people that died from it, that's under control, right? Give me a break. One thing's for certain, guys. I probably won't be going to the Lake of the Ozarks anytime soon. I mean, look, guys, you have to realize that you're not going to go back to the way things were before this thing started. It's just not going to happen. You can't force it to happen. I mean, again, live your life. If you feel like you can be immune to it, then hey, more power to you. Just don't come crying to us. When something like this happened to you or happened to one of the people that you know that's close to you, whether it be a family member, a significant other, 
etc. It's like, hey, you don't want to listen to nobody. Hey, you're going to take your chances. Don't head with your bad self. The rest of us, we going to do what we got to do. That's all there is to it. So this whole thing as relates to these vaccines. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it just seems like with every passing month, it pretty much validates a lot of the conspiracies that we've been hearing over the years. Bill Gates himself has been saying a lot of the stuff that we've been saying, a lot of people have been saying about these vaccines. You can go ahead and look them up. I'm not going to give any quotes or any of that other stuff. Again, guys, research is important. But what I will talk about as relates to this whole thing recently, I found out about this thing called COVID Pass, which they say is a digital health wallet. Going onto their website, you're going to run across these words I'm about to say. Secure, universal, trusted, Pass is a permission-based digital health wallet that is built on decentralized technology to provide full end-to-end global COVID-19 solutions. Arguably the world's most secure digital health wallet built to verify and authenticate health credentials fully compliant with global data and privacy standards. Pass gives everyone the ability and peace of mind to return to work, life, and travel. Pass is a global full solution provider of gold standard COVID-19 test assays, point of care analysis, and digital health wallets. So yeah, this, this is a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. That whole, the whole microchip deal that people have been talking about for the last few years. It seems to be what we coming down to. They're looking for 80 million digital passes globally. Ladies and gentlemen, I would highly encourage you to check out this website, KobePass.com. You'll get more information. But again, this just happens to prove what a lot of the so-called conspirators have been saying all along about what's really going on with this thing, man. And even if Kobe Pass wasn't a thing, people all over the world are using similar methods in order to identify those that had COVID-19 and get tested, whether, again, if it's some type of QR code or anything having to do with facial recognition, pretty much anything to identify that you had the virus just to determine whether or not you're able to come into their establishment. So even again, if Kobe Pass wasn't a thing, this stuff has been in the works. The thing is, we can't necessarily predict what's going to happen in the future. I mean, I want to hope that it wouldn't have to take a vaccine in order 
to, for this pandemic to be over or any sort of of these things that we're talking about but you just never know what goes on behind the scenes man people who want to play God will always look for nefarious ways in order to get you to comply with what it is they want out of you in order to achieve their ultimate goal so all I can say to that is be extremely careful out here ladies and gentlemen no continue to live your life don't let these bastards keep you in fear live your life the way you need to live it but just be careful and be cognizant of how you move that's all I'll say about that that's gonna do it for this episode of Buko Radio make sure you follow me on Instagram at Buko the Great that's B-U-K-O D-A-G-R-E-A-T and of course check out our most recent episodes in the archive we're available on Anchor, Spotify Apple Google Podcast and many other podcast platforms however you're hearing me I thank you for doing so ladies and gentlemen be safe out here and until the next episode it's your boy BDG and I am O-U-T peace